Hyperbolic discounting may sound like a supercharged holiday sales technique, but in reality, it's a phenomenon that leaves us vulnerable to making poor impulse choices and sabotaging our goals. Here's what it is, and seven ways to turn this dangerous penchant into a tool to help us make smart decisions. Welcome to another podcast episode from Rapid Start Leadership, where we get straight to the point of learning to lead well using entertaining stories, revealing research, and providing tools to help you master the craft. Becoming a great leader is not easy, but we all have the potential to improve. Our goal is to help make the leadership learning curve a little less steep for you. Quick, would you rather have $50 right now or $100 in a year? If you're like most people, you'll take the $50 cash now, thank you very much. And that's because of a thing called hyperbolic discounting. A behavioral economics term first coined by psychologist Richard Herrnstein in 1961, hyperbolic discounting is the idea that given two similar rewards, we tend to prefer the one that arrives sooner over the one that comes later. Beyond that, the time delay causes us to lower our perceived value of the later reward. So even when we double the later reward to $100, most people would still rather have the $50 now. That's how much we discount the future amount. It's not worth the extra 50 bucks to wait. And this applies to almost any reward, not just money. But why is this so? It may have to do with urgency of need. I'm hungry now. The rent is due Friday. It could also be due to uncertainty about the future. Will you really be around to pay me $100 a year from now? Will you remember that you promised? It seems to be tied to that old saw, a bird in the hand is worth two in the bush. Okay, here's a similar question, but with a twist. Would you rather have $50 five years from now or $100 in six years? The answer to this one highlights an inconsistency in our view of time. Most people would choose to wait an additional year in the future to double their money, even though they're not willing to do the same thing this year. That's where the hyperbolic part of the term comes in. It refers to the fact that the discounting effect does not steadily diminish at a constant rate over time. It drops off very quickly at first, and then levels off, similar to the arc of a parabola. We perceive the distance between now and 12 months from now as being much larger than the 12 months between years 5 and 6, even though the time span is the same. It seems that our future selves are more patient and rational than our current selves. When both birds are in the bush, we don't seem to mind waiting a little longer for a larger reward. One way marketers exploit hyperbolic discounting is to magnify the idea of now by practically putting the bird directly in our hands. It makes temptations that much harder to resist. This approach ties into the dictum that naughty goods are sold in small packages and put right in front of us. Researchers found that people will often buy tempting goods in small packages for more money, even when the same item is available in bulk for less per item elsewhere in the store. In fact, just yesterday in the checkout line, I saw a full-size Hershey bar selling for only $1.26. I decided to step out of line and see for myself. Sure enough, two aisles away, it was available in a package of six for $3.99. That's 66 cents per bar, half the cost. And yet, we buy. There are lots of other ways marketers use this tendency of ours to their advantage and our potential detriment. Payday loan shops offer cash now. We can get a new set of wheels for no money down. The aroma from that pretzel kiosk at the mall makes us forget all about our weight loss plans. We buy one more item online so that we qualify for free shipping. We're bombarded with temptations like this all the time. We can even blame hyperbolic discounting for our procrastination. When we put off a task, we're prioritizing the immediate gratification of not undergoing an unpleasant experience now 
over the future reward of completing the task. The problem with all this is that we're tempted to overvalue options that put things in our hands in the near term. And that's even though we know we'll end up paying a greater cost down the road. We take the cash or the car, but pay higher interest on the loans. We buy that single Hershey bar and end up paying for a new suit we can fit into for our friend's wedding. We put off home maintenance all year, and now we have to replace the HVAC. The good news is that being aware of this self-sabotaging tendency of ours, we can also turn it to our benefit. Here are a few ideas we can use, both personally and as leaders, to help us stay on track and make smart choices. First, increase visibility. Make important goals and rewards visible, physical, and close. Display tracking charts prominently to show progress. Showcase the trophy the team can win where everyone can see it. Second, speed up the reward cycle. Give praise, awards, and recognition as soon as possible following the action that earned them. Through hyperbolic discounting, we know we can offer less reward this way, yet it can mean more. Check the show notes for a few ideas. Third, make short-term rewards for long-term projects. Set it up so that near-term rewards that we're tempted by support the long-term goal. Recognize and celebrate frequent milestones. Post positive progress updates to social media. Or establish a token economy so that for each achievement, people get tokens they can trade in for bigger ticket items later on. Kind of like a loyalty customer punch card. Fourth, move the poor choices farther away. Hide that bag of chips in the back of the pantry. Or don't let them in the house at all. The harder it is to stray, the easier it is to stay on track. Fifth, defeat procrastination. On our to-do lists, we can use some activities as a reward for completing other activities. As Mark Twain is reputed to have said, if it's your job to eat a frog, it's best to do it first thing in the morning. And if it's your job to eat two frogs, it's best to eat the biggest one first. Sixth, use priming to choose wisely. Studies have shown that when exposed to words like future, long-term, and self-control, before making a decision, subjects are much better able to resist short-term temptation. We can write these words down in a notebook before a big decision, or put them in places where we may face a choice, like the refrigerator door. And seventh, ask someone more rational. Since we know that our future selves are smarter about these kinds of things, we can imagine the person we want to be in five years from now and get their thoughts on what choice to make today. Hyperbolic discounting, the takeaway. Most of us seem to be hardwired to value lesser things that we can have immediately over something more valuable in the future. After all, we can't eat any of the birds if they're still all in the bush. And if there is to be a tomorrow, a guy's got to eat. Still, recognizing that we have this tendency, there's a lot we can do to resist the temptations it represents. Even better, we can turn it to our advantage to help us make smart choices. Whether we're trying to achieve personal aims or focus the team on a key long-term goal, success begins by recognizing this built-in bias. If we can figure out how to make the closest reward one that supports the long-term objective, we will succeed. And when we find ourselves facing choices, whether in the checkout line or in the boardroom, the best thing may be to simply ask, what would my future self do? Special note, if you have goals that you're serious about achieving, check the show notes for the link to my goal-setting mastery course for lots more ways to not only set good goals, but to stay on track long enough to actually achieve them. The first several videos are free. See what I did there? Lead on. Thank you for joining us for this Rapid Start Leadership Podcast. If you like this episode, we hope you'll share it with a friend, subscribe, and rate it on your podcast platform of choice. For more information on this topic, helpful links, and additional tools to help you become a better leader, be sure to check the show notes 
and visit us at rapidstartleadership.com. Until next time, lead on.